Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Chaos to Connected podcast. Today we are talking about all things New Year's, and I'm not sure about you, but I generally like to think about like what I want to accomplish in the new year, maybe a word that I feel kind of drawn to, but honestly, I don't really take it much further than that. I am not great at, you know, like backtracking my goals and figuring out what I need to do, you know, by what time to kind of stay on track. I'm terrible at that and I really don't do that. And I often forget my word, you know, within the first couple of weeks, which I think a lot of people are similar with their resolutions. But I am also the person that will add something I've already done onto my to-do list to cross it off because that is just feels really rewarding to me. So this year, I am really going to try to work on that a little bit. So if you're like me and you are kind of in the place of like, I kind of try and I don't get very far, but I really want to. Today, I want to talk about what that might look like in terms of parenting, connected parenting, behaviors, and that sort of thing. And before we get started, I wanted to share some stats that I have recently heard with you um, because I think that we all know this is occurring, but when we can actually put numbers to it, it makes it much more real and apparent of how much of a problem this is becoming. And that is, there was a research study done, and between 2016 and 2020, the number of children diagnosed with anxiety grew by 29%, and those with depression by 27%. And so, I mean, I'm guessing that number has only grown just because 2020 was kind of the start of, you know, more of disconnection and a lot of things changing. And you might hear that and think, wow, that's discouraging or like that's overwhelming. But I want to share something with you that I think might help shift your perspective and really get to the importance of why I'm sharing these strategies and why I believe that you need to be implementing them and why everyone should know about them. So the first thing is, is that parents play a key role in alleviating mental health problems in children and adolescents. This is part of that study what they found. Parental emotional awareness, emotional regulation, and response to their children's emotions in their capacity to coach or guide children in how to recognize, understand, and regulate emotions play a central role in the development of mental health in children. So again, you might be thinking, well, that's really overwhelming because I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to manage my own triggers. But I think the fact that we can take such a role in actually impacting our child's mental and emotional health, which in turn impacts their physical health, 
shouldn't be something that we think like, wow, that's so overwhelming. There's so much to do there. But like, this is really empowering because these statistics are a little bit scary, but I can really have a positive influence on whether or not my child is struggling with these things or maybe to what degree or learn how to actually help them through these things. So the last part that I wanted to share with you, which is why I'm just like even more passionate about spreading the word as much as possible about what I'm teaching here is that they found that the dominant approach in evidence-based parenting programs has been based on teaching behavioral strategies. So think like timeouts, um, timers, counting to three, all those different types of strategies to get your child to listen and do the thing. Maybe ignoring, I don't know, it doesn't specifically say, but these are just some of the things that come to mind. Recent findings actually support the importance of more emotion-focused interventions when parents and children experience emotional dysregulation. So they're finding that those behavioral strategies that are often taught to you and recommended and society pushes and professionals teach are actually not as supported in research anymore, and the emotion-focused interventions are. So everything that you hear here will help you build upon your child's emotional, mental health along with yours. And if you are still like, okay, that's amazing. I am grateful that I can have such an impact, but I feel super overwhelmed. Stay tuned because I'm going to talk through something that I think can be really helpful as we're entering into the new year. And again, as as we're thinking about our vision for the year and goals and that sort of thing. But I also want to encourage you, if you are just like, I want to start the new year off with a bang. I want to get these behaviors handled in a way that's more connection focused, not behavior like strategy focused. That's really going to get to the root cause. That's not going to be a band-aid solution that doesn't require mom guilt and reward charts and punishments and remembering all these things. That doesn't lead me to yelling and feeling like a bad mom and battles back and forth then I want you to go to the show notes and send me a message either on Instagram or Facebook, whatever you prefer, or my email, and let's set up a behavior strategy call. This allows me to get the information from you about what you're currently struggling with and your goals, like where you want to go with it, because that's important as well. It's not just me projecting. And then from there, I can give you a specific step-by-step blueprint of what I think would be best for you, your child, your situation. And then you can decide, like, do we want to move forward and take the leap and do this thing or not? So I would really encourage you to do that. There's no, um, no commitment, no pressure. If you do one of these calls, it's simply to figure out is what I offer something that will fit what your needs are? If not, maybe I can point you in a different direction. And if so, let's do this thing. Okay, so moving on. If you are kind of just starting out, feeling overwhelmed, we often like to stay stuck there. And I have even had parents tell me that it feels way too overwhelming to try to tackle something, even though they are in the midst of the most overwhelming, exhausting behaviors where they don't want to even connect with their kids. They want a break as soon as they can get one because it is so triggering for them or there's so much behavior or intensity and it's just 
exhausting. And I have been there before. But what I want you to know is that our brain wants to keep us safe. And learning to manage your triggers, which will often require bringing up things that we have been pushing down or managing behaviors in a new way that requires retraining our brain is something that our brain doesn't want to do. It's going to resist that. But the best part is that we can override override our thoughts. So so often we think like, oh, this is going to be so hard. There's, I, I just can't do that. And we often want to stay stuck in the place we are, even though it's overwhelming, because that feels so hard. And that's exactly what I was just describing. It feels so hard because our brain wants to keep us safe. We know this place. We know how to be overwhelmed. We know how to be stressed by our child's behavior. We know how to feel triggered. But going outside of that, our brain doesn't necessarily know what's over there. And so we really need to work on overriding our thoughts, bringing our subconscious to our conscious thinking so that we can actually start to implement some of these things. So my encouragement to you as you are reflecting or looking ahead at the new year is to actually reflect. Where do you feel like you are rocking it in terms of behavior or parenting style or connection? And where do you feel like you're having the biggest struggle? Um, And let's think of something that you can do and just think of the next right thing. So don't think about like every connection strategy that you can implement. Don't think about how many meltdowns you're going to have to sit through today or this week or all the transitions, or the challenges that you're going to face. Instead, keep your eyes focused on the one next right thing. So if you are really struggling with getting triggered, focus on the next right thing when you're triggered, which would be take a break or take some deep breaths. I mean, it could be several different things, but think of that ahead of time. So I'm going to focus on when I get triggered because that is really frequent and really hard for me. And what is the next right thing you're going to do in that situation? Think about that beforehand so you can be proactive in in that situation versus reacting. Because when we're reacting, our brain's going to, again, keep us safe and respond with a subconscious reaction, that automatic reaction of just being triggered, of yelling, of punishing, of shaming, whatever that is for you. So really thinking proactively, what am I going to do in that instance? Maybe you need to write it down on a little note and put it somewhere. Maybe it's in your bathroom on your mirror. Maybe in your office. Maybe, I don't know, wherever you might see it. Maybe you use a planner. Maybe you're you're a list crosser offer like me and you can write it each day in your planner. When I get triggered, I am going to, whatever that is. And don't think past, okay, well, what am I going to do after I take a break? Or what am I going to do after I take a deep breath? Just do the next right thing. Whatever that is, whatever you think that is. Maybe you have a child who seems to be misbehaving for attention. That's why I hear a lot, oh, they're just they're just wanting attention, so they're misbehaving and I'm reinforcing it by giving them attention. That's not true. I'm not going to go into that right now, but maybe your next right thing is instead of you know, throwing out a consequence, you think, my child really needs my attention right now. She's asking for my attention and I'm going to give it because I've given consequences, I've punished, I've yelled, and it's not really producing the fruit that I want. So why not try something different? Maybe the next right thing is to have a special time session. 
That doesn't mean every single time or every single day following, like you have to have a special time session at that time. That would be great, but I just want you to take it one step at a time. What is the next right thing? When you're overwhelmed, stop thinking, oh, I got to learn to manage my triggers and then I got to learn how to deal with this behavior and like I'm triggered all the time and I don't know what to do. Just take one step. Focus on that because as you take one step at a time, you are going to get so much further down the path than if you are looking at that path ahead, being overwhelmed and staying in that place. So my challenge to you as you go into this new year is think about where you want to focus. Pick one thing because if you're like me, you want to focus on like six different things and three goals within those six different things (laughs) and then that's overwhelming and you don't actually end up focusing on anything. So pick one thing, pick one area that you want to focus on one thing that maybe would be your next right step if that situation were to occur and focus on it. Set reminders for yourself. Remind yourself in the morning. Voice memo yourself about what you're going to do and listen to it in the morning and in the evening or voice memo things about your kids that you need to be reminded of so that you can shift your perspective when they're having behaviors because Right away in the morning and right away at night is when our subconscious really takes over. And so if we can focus there right away, you'll see a a greater shift. So if you have any other questions, I would love you to share them with me. If you have something that you're really working on, I would love you to share that with me as well. And let's hold each other accountable because personally, that's the only way I get things done. I hold myself accountable with my written planner, but also by having accountability partners in all different areas and finding ways to increase that because I've noticed I need that. So if that's something you need, come on over and share that with me in an email and Instagram or messenger or whatever works for you. And let's kick the new year off with a bang. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at Kaylee Josire and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.